Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. My name's Casey. My name is Matt. We're, we're, man, we're so excited for this. <laughs> we really are. I'm excited to have you here. So what is the Beers and Ears podcast? Well, the Beers and Ears podcast is a podcast of, from two Disney nerds about all things Disney, really. Disney shows, movies, parks, merch, music. I, I put Disney Plus. I mean, really everything. I mean, it is a great time to be a Disney fan. Wouldn't you agree? I owe oh, a golden age of Disney fandom, I would say. Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. All right. Hey, Beers and Ears listeners. Welcome to our two-year anniversary spectacular. I am so excited. My name is Casey. And my name is Matt. Uh, I'm excited and a little bit nervous about what today is going to be. (laughs) Yeah, we've already had like 15 minutes where we've been talking offline and we've not put the link out there yet. We're going to do that here in just a moment. I'm going to pop it onto the Facebook group um, and and we're going to go to town. I I really don't know what to expect. Basically, let me give you the rundown before we start to get people on here. Um, We are going to put a live link out here momentarily in all of our socials on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Um, inviting you, the listeners, to be on. So by the time you're listening to this, you might have been on the show already. We don't know. We're This is past Casey and Matt. We're talking to future Casey and Matt going, what did you do? Uh, no. Um, anyway, yeah, the whole idea is, is we want to invite you in and kind of got a couple things. We've got a bracket set up of different Disney villains for in honor of March Madness, and we're going to have a conversation around that. Um, and then on top of that, we're inviting our, our listeners to come on and talk about past memories and past favorite moments from the show. Matt, can you believe it's been two years? I, it's bonkers. <laughs> like, it is I, bonkers. I, I can't believe it. Um, I mean, it, this has been, I, I think part of the reason I can't believe it is because this is just fun. Like, we have a fun time doing this. This is a really great outlet for me personally of just like getting to sit down for an hour or two a week and talk about Disney stuff um, it, with with someone who isn't my wife. God bless her. She listens to my rantings and ramblings and just she nods her head excitedly. She listens to the show too. So, so yeah, she, she you know, like uh, uh, definitely uh, uh, but, you know, talking about it with someone who is as into it as I am is is a very therapeutic thing. All right, I am posting the link up in our Facebook group right now. God help us. Here we go. Uh, who knows? Who knows what'll happen? Yeah. I mean, in the meantime, we will uh, get started with the um, with the bracket. So, Matt, I'll kind of monitor for for guests who might be coming in. Why don't you um, tell them what's going on with the bracket and kind of give us the rundown here? Yeah. So, um, you know, we'll we've got a, we see we have a, a sweet sixteen. So we have um, oh sorry, we have a round one. So we have thirty two villains. Yep. And we're gonna go through the matchups and discuss it. Um, we will. Um, 
uh, we will kind of hopefully come to a consensus on things. And if you're chiming in, we'll have your consensus as well. And, you know, we're looking at which villain do we think is, I, I, we didn't really set any parameters the best, you know, no, it's all opinion, I think. At this yeah. Point, yeah. But it's, it, it's definitely opinion based though. I will say I have tried to bring fact into my arguments and, um, you're a better person than me. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to go with my gut. I mean, ultimately, personal bias will absolutely come in. But uh, but I, I have some factual factual things. Uh, but we'll just go kind of – I'm not going to, like, necessarily go through the entire, the entire bracket right now. We'll go by all the matchups. But then at the end of each round, I'll read who has made it through, and then we'll go – you know, round by round, matchup by matchup. And uh, yeah, Beautiful. it's, it's going to be have fun. You, have you posted to the Twitter yet? Yes, I did. All right. So it is out there on the Twitter. It is out there in the Facebook. We, we don't have anybody who's joined us just yet. So we're going to get started. Um, I think it'd be helpful just to kind of do a quick rundown of each of the four regions real quick. So um, uh, Matt, why don't you take region one? We can go back and forth on this. Yeah. So region one, we have Maleficent, the bowler hat guy, Yzma, the hunter, Chernabog, Gantu, Cruella DeVille, and CNAM. Excellent. It looks like we got our first guest getting ready to pop on here momentarily. So I think it might know, be my wife. I don't know who it is, but we'll find out here shortly. But while we're waiting for that person to pop on, um, we've got in the second region, Ursula, uh, Madame Mim, Dr. Facilier, Radigan, Mother Gothel, Sean Yu, Lady Tremaine, and Shere Khan. All right. Uh, next region, we have Jafar, Clayton, Captain Hook, the Horned King, Gaston, King Candy, Scar, and Prince John. All right. We have our first guest. Hi, Jessica. Hi. So excited to have you back on the pod. Yeah. I probably won't be here for long, but this is cool. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're excited about this. This is, this is, you're our first one. We haven't had, had anyone else pop on yet, so hopefully Woo-hoo. we'll see that soon. Yeah. Um, and technically now we can call you friend of the pod because this is your second appearance or third appearance, isn't it? Wow. Because didn't, wow. she, didn't she do, um, she did the, the movie run through with you, you? Oh, that's right. Yeah, you and have been on. The mm-hmm. Mary Poppins versus Mary Poppins Returns. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is the third time on. So, uh, yeah. all right. Casey, read off that uh, yeah. last, uh, and then we'll get started here. Yeah, yeah. Region four is Frollo, Monstro, Hans, Gover- Governor Radcliffe, Hades, Tikka, Evil Queen, and Madame Medusa. So, uh, Matt, why don't we start up with region number one? We've got Maleficent versus the Bowler Hat Guy. Actually, Jessica, why don't we give that to you? If you were to um, say who would win out in terms of villains, Maleficent versus Bowler Hat Guy, who do you think? Maleficent, because she has a name. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. some that's some serious uh, determination right there. Do you agree with that one, Matt? I mean, is this real? Like, this is one of those I don't think we need to spend a whole lot of time exhausting. It's a like, sixteen-one matchup. Yeah, here. This is, yeah, I agree. <laughs> and and ultimately, the bowler hat guy is not the villain. The bowler hat Doris is actually the villain. Mike Yagubian is an adorable man that is misguided. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm assuming you agree with us, Casey. 100%. I was like, this is def- I think Jessica's uh, consensus or uh, a summary of it's a 16 to 1 matchup is pretty pretty accurate. Like, Bowler Hat Guy is like the guy who got in there, like, like with the extra round to get in there. Like, that's the Bowler yeah. Hat Guy. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, then we've got uh, uh, Yzma and the Hunter. So Yzma's from your favorite, right, um, Matt? And the Hunter, I believe, is from Snow White? No, uh, Bambi. Oh, I'm sorry, the Hunter. I was thinking I was thinking the Huntsman. You're right, the Hunter. Ooh, this is a tough one. It, is it? Yeah. The, I mean, the Hunter doesn't appear on screen. <laughs> I, I understand that, but, um, like, the Hunter is, like, the most hated – they hate the hunter because of what he does to Bambi's mom. Okay, let's let's be real here. People hunt deer all the time. Have hunted deer for all, like it, it happens. Uh, I know, but see, your bias is showing because you like Isma. Well, okay. Also, okay, question though: Is it based on like the badness of the villain or the like the quality of? That's a weird way to phrase it, but like, what are what are the judgment standards? Because if it's like the development and character of the villain, then Yzma's got way more. I could I could agree with you on that one. There are really no standards or, or, or rules here. We're just kind of shooting off the hip. But, uh, okay, I'll give you guys Yzma. This is not a hill to die on for me. But Yeah, I, 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 and, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yzma, I think Yzma is just, uh, in, in terms of, like, she's a, she's a better villain in terms of, like, development. And also, she has a lab full of evil science-y things. And yeah. so, you know. Uh, I know. All right. Well, yeah. all right. Now we've got uh, Chernabog and Gontu. I had to look who Gontu up. Gontu is from Lilo and Stitch. And Chernabog, I have, I got to show this to you. I I think this is Chernabog. I got this little wishable. Oh, Isn't nice. Cool? Yeah, I got I got him um, from the parks. I, I, I bought him from Shop Disney. So I think that's Chernabog, yeah. So anyway, uh, Chernabog or Gontu, what do you guys think? Do you do you have any idea who those characters are, Jessica? <laughs> well, knowing my absolute disdain for Lilo and Stitch, you already know where I'm going with this one. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm leaning Chernabog. However, um, I do think that Captain Gantu um, is one of the cooler characters from Lilo and Stitch. Um, uh, you know, he's kind of the he's the cop, the alien cop that's trying to uh, you know get Stitch and um, I know he sh- he was more of the villain in the TV show. Um, I-, I remember more of the TV show, um, and and he it, it, he's he's kind of a, a like a dorkable character, I guess is the best way I can describe it. Where he's just kind of dorky as a you know inept cop, and uh, but I mean Schoenbach is straight up terrifying. Like he's a demon. Yeah. What do you think, Jess? Any you have no 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 skin in this fight. <laughs> Um, I'm going to say Chernabog myself. That That's where my head goes. Oh, we got a new guest joining. Maybe we should wait for the new guest to help us out. What do you think? Or should we just keep going? I think we keep going. All right. I'm, you say Chernabog? You I say that? Chernabog, yeah. I think I think we're in agreement with Chernabog. All right. Let me do that here. Chernabog. All right. Matt, next up, Matt and Jessica, we got Cruella DeVille and Cy and Am. Oh, it's Amy. Amy, Amy, friend of the pod. Hey, Am. Hello. Oh, you got a headset too. Look at you being wow. all fancy. I know it's my work one. <laughs> you know what? It's better than the the ones you had. So, Amy, this is Jessica, Matt's wife. This Matt. is my wife. Hi. Yeah, Amy, this so. is your twelfth time on the pod. <laughs> I lost count. He's like best friend of the pod. I'll just call her sister of the pod. At this no, time. I I'm the fairy pod mother. Remember, the fairy oh, right. pod mother. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna right. make myself a shirt. So, uh, Amy, um, we are at Cruella DeVille versus Cy and Am. What do you, what do um, you hands, think? hands down, Cruella. 
Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, as my wife is nodding and agreeing, I'm pretty sure that a grown woman can take on two cats. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, right. literally, she's, I mean, she, she skins puppies. So she's I'm trying just, to kill the puppies. Yeah, like a cat can't be that much harder. Yeah, yeah. All right, Matt, why don't you take us to Region 2? Who do we got? Oh, this, yeah, this is going to be a tough one for Amy, this next one. Region 2, <laughs> Ursula versus Madam Mim. I was so, so mad at you guys for this so one. So, Amy, I would give, <laughs> give us the pitch of why Madam Mim would defeat Ursula then. Because Madam Mim can change into anything she wants to and has the power of that the magic to defeat ursula i i would say she could become the microbial thing that would kill ursula i have to pull myself out of this one because i've never seen where what mad she's from merlin right Yes. Sword of the Stone, yes. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen it. I, that, that's another one we probably should get on a radar at some point, Matt, to watch. That's my my pop. Yeah, nice. there you go. There you go. Well, so so we should do that one during Christmas time because it released on Christmas Day. Did it? Oh, we got another yeah. guest coming on, too, by the way. This is awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you say Mad, Madam Mim. Uh, Jessica, what do you think? Um, I don't know. I've, <laughs> I mean, I've, I've seen, I know the character Ursula more. So from that sense, um, she's pretty manipulative, which is probably her biggest superpower. All right, Matt. Um, I mean, I, I think both of them are kind of witches in their own right. And I think that Ursula is probably, I think, again, totally based on nothing other than my own opinion, is a little bit more powerful of a witch. <laughs> I, I think the only other thing that I would say in Ursula's favor, and then we'll welcome Sharif on here in a second. The only thing I would say, oh, says he's offline. Never mind. The only thing I would say um, with with Ur- in Ursula's favor is that she had much more of an impact on the Disney universe than probably Madame Mim did, and I think that she has a much. I mean, when you think of Disney villains, Ursula is always in that mix. You know what I mean? Yeah. I also feel like there's many people that would tune out if we did not put Ursula. <laughs> All right, then I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Amy. We're going to have to put Ursula in there for, for for you. Although you like Ursula, so I love Ursula. She's one of my favorites. So All right, so we have some a, a new a new uh guest. I don't know if they can hear us. Sharif and Aiden, are you guys there? I can see them. I can see you guys. Oh, he says one second. All right, we'll keep going here in just a second. Uh, Matt, who's next? Uh, this is actually, I think, a tough one. Dr. Facilier versus Radigan. Ooh, ooh. Um, so, Jessica, your face right there uh, said it all. Like, what? <laughs> so here's my argument for Radigan. Is Radigan's uh, transformation of, like, this classy villain that is manipulating to try to come into power, and then the back 25% of the movie he becomes like a monstrous rat that is trying to, you know, kill Basil and and Doctor and and, and his friend, um, and uh, Watson. Uh, and so, it, it, I think that he's a much more terrifying villain than uh, than we give him credit for. And if you really look at Doctor Facilier, he's he's kind of an an interesting villain in that. He's very scared of where he gets his power from because his power is from these, you know, swanky voodoo people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, that's an so interesting I, I, thought. I, I, that's that's interesting. Sharif and so Aiden, I'm, can I'm you guys hear the us? upset pick here. I'm voting Radigan in the upset pick. Sharif and Aiden, can you guys hear us? We can't hear you. I don't know if your microphone's not on or. So you're going with the upset pick there, Matt. Um, Amy, what do you think? 
when I first look at the brackets, I I was going with um, Dr. Facilier because of the voodoo aspect. Um, Radigan is an extreme villain, I do believe, but I just feel like Facilier would be much more with with the backing of the the voodoo would be more of a top winner on that one force to be reckoned with yeah yeah that's what i'm looking for (laughs) jessica what do you think i agree it it would depend if it was vasilia as a as an individual unit or with the powers that he's given through the voodoo i think that that's i think we're assuming voodoo powers yeah otherwise he's just a guy (laughs) you're you're assuming the friends on the other side that's yes right uh sharif and aiden i don't know if you guys can hear us and i think you hear us it's just whether your microphone is working is it working no. All right. So let's do this real quick while you're working on your microphone. Sharif and Aiden, if you were to pit Dr. Facilier against Radigan, um, put your thumbs up if you would pick Dr. Facilier or, uh, yeah, if you would pick Dr. Facilier, put your thumbs up. All right. If you would pick yeah, Radigan, I... put your thumbs up. All right. So, <laughs> he's thumbs down. That's how I was gonna go. so Aiden, Aiden goes thumbs down for, for Radigan. So it looks like other than Matt, Dr. Facilier, uh, all around, so we're gonna go that route. So. I'm, I'm okay with that, but I, I it, like if I was filling out this bracket personally, that's where I would slot in an upset. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was right. a good, a good point, Matt. Though, yeah, I, and I actually think that this next one is another. This is a really interesting side of the bracket. We've got Mother Gothel versus Sean Yu. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Casey, let, let me hear your thoughts on this one. This one's tough. Um, <sighs> Mother Gothel is just. Evil. I'm sorry. She like. She, I think she's one of the worst villains, and she doesn't get enough credit for it because of just how she makes Rapunzel believe that she really cares about her. I mean, she's just like the definition of an evil stepmother, even though she's her real mom. Like she, you know, you know, whenever she's you know talking about loving her, she's holding Rapunzel's hair. Um, honestly, when I saw this, I mean, again, Sean Yu's bad, I, and, and don't get me wrong, but you know how I feel about that movie. It's not one of my favorites. So for that reason, I'm a Mother Gothel myself. Yeah. I I think that Sean Yu, I'm going to slot in another upset pick here, I think, and slot in Sean Yu here. Um, and, <laughs> I would and, love to see your true Marsh Madness brackets. Oh, when they come oh out. yeah. Oh. I'm sure they're filled with upsets oh. all over the place. Oh, yeah. Oh, upsets, baby. Um. So Mother Gothel, um, ultimately, one of the reasons why she is such a formidable villain is she does not have any powers. She, her power is gaslighting and manipulating. And now the, she gets the magical power of, like, the hair, and that heals her. And so one of the things, you know, Shan Yu is on screen a very dominating force, and he's ruthless. Like, I did not realize this when I was eight. But um, the, there's a line in there where, where two, two scouts get found out and they talk to Sean Yu, blah, blah, blah. And he, you know, tells him, go deliver the message. And then he says, he says to his men as they're running away, how many men does it take to deliver a message? And one of them pulls back an arrow and goes, one, and fires. And I didn't realize until like many years later that I was like, oh, they killed one of them. <laughs> and, all right, all right. Um, and so I think Sean Yu, just his his presence is a dominating presence. And I think uh, he's got a cool sword. I, I think that I think that he would take this uh, this matchup, slotting him in there. Jessica or Amy, you guys got either opinion on this one? I kind of agree with Matt. I do too. I think that in terms of just like 
the like a villainous person, yeah, showing you wins. Like Mother Gothel right. is awful and unkind and unloving, but and we like her because of her songs. Like that's what makes her. Fun, that's but that fair. doesn't make that's her more fair. of a yeah, villain. You're right. Now I, I th- think if it's a debate team, Mother Gothel wins this entire bracket. Um, like if we're talking about the, you know a high school debate, Mother Gothel is taking it. But all right, we'll give it to Sean Yu. All right, this next one is going to be tough. This this one, is, this is a rough side of the bracket. This is a tough one right here. Go ahead, Matt. Uh, it is Lady Tremaine versus Shere Khan. This is so, a tough one. This one's hard. <laughs> Amy, why don't you start us off? Where are you at? I mean, if we're just going by who's who's the worst, who's worse at, I'm sorry, I'm lost my. <laughs> That's okay. My we're words, kinda, words are hard today. They're flip flopping <laughs> between like they fighting in a death match to like we're, we're you know there's no rules to this like. <laughs> so death match, I'm gonna go with Shere Khan because he's a tiger. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, honestly, actually, I think I would go with Shere Khan anyway, because his whole premise is to basically destroy Mowgli. Like, he wants to kill him. He doesn't want him to be alive. Lady Tremaine just, well, she's kind of, she tortures, but death isn't her end goal. <laughs> Here, here's where I'm at with this. I, I'm with you on Shere Khan, 100%, unless... We were talking Angelica Houston's version of the evil stepmother from Ever After, then it would have been her. But since we're talking Lady Tremaine from the animated movie, I honestly think that Shere Khan. I mean, Shere Khan is. I mean, he's 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 pretty he's pretty bad. You know what? <laughs> I, yeah. My my only counter argument is in the animated movie, he's not really in it that much. He, he's not really, you know, doing a whole lot. But ultimately, I, I'm with you. I think Shere Khan here as well, just because Lady Tremaine's just a mean lady. Like, that's mm-hmm. it. She's just mean. <laughs> yeah. Kind of I, the, I'm mother with you Gothel, the Mother Gothel syndrome. Yeah. So By the way, funny, I, um, Aiden and Shree for having technical difficulties, but I do want to put out there, Aiden said Sean Yu <laughs> because he has a bird. Duh. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so there you go. All right. So are we all in agreement then Sean Yu? Does that, that sound about uh, Shere, Shere Khan. Khan? Yeah. All right. Very good. Wow, that, man, that side of the bracket did not go as, as I thought. Okay. All right. So we're um, going to move on to region number three here. Um, this is uh, uh the first one I think is a gimme. I'm not going to lie. This first one's, this one's like, I don't even know if I need to read it out loud, but I'm going to read it just so people know what we're doing here. Uh, this is going to be Jafar versus Clayton. Jafar versus Clayton. I mean, anyone have anything that they want to talk about Clayton? I, I, I like Clayton. Fine, fine antagonist. All I all I can hear in my head is Tarzan saying Clayton. Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I I guess I'll chime in and say I would obviously go with Jafar on my end. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he basically tries to take over the world and like doesn't care about anybody else, and he's an all powerful genie at the end. <laughs> Anyone disagree with that rationale? I think that's pretty close. All right, Jafar it is. Oops, I gotta come back over here and type. I think I think this this side of the bracket's a little more. Uh, uh, this this region's a little bit more straightforward. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We got a couple here that are gonna. There's be tough. a couple that I really was, this, okay. Next one uh, is Captain Hook 
versus the Horned King. Now, the Horned King, that's from the... Who's that from? Black Cauldron. Okay, so, and of course, Captain Hook. Um, unless any... I mean, honestly, in my mind, I mean, it's Captain Hook. I mean, what, like, he is the literally, like, the preeminent, like, the epitome of Disney villainy. Like, he's in every villain's thing you can imagine. Jessica, do you remember watching the Black Cauldron? It's been a hot second. Um, it, it was maybe not our favorite movie when we did the watch through. <laughs> I, I guess the, my argument for the Horn King is, first of all, the Horn King is terrifying. He's like he, he is, he is a terrifying villain. And, uh, uh, I mean, I think he has magic powers to like conjure an army of the dead. Um, I don't know that movie. All I know from that movie is that, that I remember is that there's a magical pig called Henwin. <laughs> And that's what the whole plot revolves around is this magical pig. And that's, you know, delightful. Um, but I, I, I'm in agreement with you, Casey. You know, I, I mean, you could slot an upset pick here with Horn King, but I, I think Captain Hook is. Captain Hook? All right. Captain Hook it is. This next one, I think, is actually going to be tough because I'm, I'm going to make an argument for, for I think, the, the upset here. This is Gaston versus King Candy. Anybody want to start us off? I I would love to start off with your argument of why you think that King Candy is in the upset pick here. King Candy, you go the whole time not realizing he's the villain until the end of the movie. Then you realize he's the villain. And for that reason, um, uh, and he's a pretty bad villain, too, for what he does when you think about it. Gaston, I don't I've never really thought of Gaston as a villain. Like he is a villain, but he's not like a villain. Like, I put him in the same rings as we did with, like, Lady Tremaine and Mother Gothel. Like, he's a bad dude, but, like, he's not the villain. He's an antagonist, but not a villain. You know what I mean? I actually agree with you, Casey. Mm, I'm a little bit more on the fence here. Um, I think Gaston very much transforms over time, where it starts out as, I just, I'm a cocky... All right. As we had said, there might be some technical difficulties. We had to, for whatever reason, we got kicked. The recording stopped after 24 minutes. Don't know what happened there. Um, welcome, Sharif and Aiden. Hi, guys. Hello. I'm so excited that you guys um, are here. Aiden, Aiden, it's nice to finally meet you. Hi. <laughs> All right. So we are talking Gaston and King Candy. Um, I think, Jessica, you were in the middle of maybe your pitch on on. Who this should be maybe or was it amy no you you guys so casey and and amy you had said um king candy i'm making my gaston argument here. oh that's right okay so what do you got you know he, he's he starts out as just like normal guy you know cocky you know what trying to get uh trying to get bell to marry him but then he gets like pretty villainous like don't forget he he does uh basically convinced the town and pays off the local asylum to take her dad away in order to coax her out to marry him. Okay, that's like, fair. That's like, fair. Like, and then leads an angry mob to go wreck like this castle and kill the beast. And it feels, I, I'm sure we'll get to it, but a little bit Prince Hansi, like where it starts yeah, out where you're like, yeah. oh, I like this guy. And then it just like, you're like, oh, I, I, you, you tried to kill her. Like, that's kind of that trajectory. So I, I agree with I agree with Matt. All right. So we've got Amy and Casey at, at King Candy. 
Matt and Jessica at Gaston. So this comes down to Aiden and Sharif. You guys get to make the choice. Gaston or King Candy? What do you guys think? Mm, King Candy. Yeah? Do you, do you, is there a reason why? Um, I don't know. He just looks goofy. He looks goofy. He does look goofy, and he talks goofy, too. I, I will give him that. Well, Sharif, um, he... do you agree with Aiden on that one? Sadly, I kind of want to go with Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> well, just so we um, have... Um, when I when I first heard King Candy's voice, uh, it reminded me of um, the "I Love to Laugh" guy from Mary Poppins on the ceiling. Like, oh, it's oh, actually, yeah. that, no, no, that's um, who he modeled it after. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming he did, but I just that was that was what it like. I was like, I'm pretty sure that guy's dead. <laughs> I have my niece here. I can ask her to tie break. Oh yeah, yeah. Give her the tie break. Actually, no. Actually, what I'm doing, I'm I'm putting up a, a quick thing in the in the Facebook group too. We'll come back to this one. Hey, listeners, King Candy versus Gaston for top villains uh, or uh, against each other. All right, we'll see what happens. In bracket, who would you pick? Let's see who we get. Go ahead and ask your niece, though. What what does she say? Lila, would you pick Gaston or King Candy? And to who would be the winner against each other? She says Gaston. She says Gaston. All right. So we'll see what the, <laughs> what the listener base says. We will continue on. We'll come back to that one. All right. This last one, Scar or Prince John? Scar or Prince John? Oh, Aiden's shaking his head. Aiden, what do you got, buddy? Who do you think? Um, uh, Scar, because Scar. He, he killed, um, can't think of the name. Mufasa. Mufasa, Mufasa yeah. Yep. Does anybody disagree with Aiden's take on this one? Yeah, Prince Lassa. John is a thumb-sucking baby. Like, he's not intimidating. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> All right. Very good. All right. We'll come back to uh, the other one in a minute. Um, if we don't hear from anybody in the group, we'll, we'll go with uh, Gaston. But, all right, we're down into Region 4, Matt. We've got uh, uh, another, I believe, easier one, um, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Frollo from uh, Hunchback and Monstro from Pinocchio. Mm. Sharif, why don't you take this one? What do you think? Frollo is just probably the worst character ever. Like, in <laughs> terms of just being a terrible, terrible person. Ursula is a villain you love to hate. Jafar, yeah. Jafar is a villain you love to hate. No one's like, you know who I love to hate? Frollo. <laughs> I kind of feel like it would be Frollo just because... It, it, he would go to any extreme without fail. I, I, can I can I make at least some kind of an argument for Monstro though? Yes. Sure. Okay. Monstro is not so much a villain, but he he's a force to be reckoned with in terms of that scene is probably one of the most intense scenes. The way they animated that scene. Um, and it's an early villain too. I mean, this is one of those ones where it's really hard to, you know, you're pinning someone up in the nineties against someone from the 1940s in a lot of ways, you know, but I mean, Monstro, that entire scene, the animation, the intensity of that scene, I think there's, there's something to be said, but in fairness, if I apply my same, you know, rules of, of Monstro is not truly a villain per se, I, I can see where you guys are coming with Frollo. Frollo is just a bad person. He's just a bad human. He's a creep. Yeah. Uh, uh, Aiden, have you seen Hunchback in Notre Dame? Uh, no. 
Yeah, uh, that one's a little intense, I think, and take it a little bit older. The music <laughs> is really good. All right, so we're going to go with Frollo then? Definitely. Yeah. Okay, let's see here. We might have a response. Nope, no response yet. All, All right, right, so um, I think this is probably the, n- the next like hardest one of this region. So we have Prince Hans and Governor Radcliffe. I'm honestly, I'm, I'm honestly not sure on this one. Uh, anyone got any thoughts? I, honestly, jeez, I don't know, man. <laughs> this is a tough it's, one. This is a hard one. Like this is a tough one. This is this is tough. Amy, what do you think? I have a hard time with this one, but I think like my my initial thought would be Governor Radcliffe. All right. Um, Any reason why? I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but I just feel like he's almost worse as like trying to use his authority to kind of get rid of people that he doesn't think are like him. All right, all right. Does anybody here want to try to argue for Hans? I mean, I'm I, my first instinct is Governor Radcliffe, and don't get me wrong, Hans is kind of a creep. Yeah, he's a creep, but I don't necessarily know if he's like. We've even had this conversation on the pod before, Matt. Like, I don't know if he's like villains worthy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I think we could apply the Gaston principle to him. Um, but I and and even uh, you know a strike against Governor Radcliffe would be. He has other people do his bidding, but I don't think he necessarily actually carries out a villainous act. Well, that's a lie. No, he does. He's the one that does at the end when people are like, yeah, I'm not going to shoot the chief. He's like, well, fine, I'll do it. And then that's when John Smith dives in front in slow motion. And um, so, okay, maybe I rescind my statement in that he did like just try to shoot someone who was surrendering. But I also okay. feel like he was kind of, wasn't he kind of a fraidy cat at some points? Like there were parts where he was really apprehensive and really like, I don't know, a villain you feel like would be like Hans went in the whole time, guns blazing, like knew his purpose, knew what he was doing, was super manipulative and intentional the whole time. Whereas Governor Radcliffe, like he, he was kind of a player, like he he was being told by upper people what he was supposed to do and having people below him do it was just kind of a vehicle through which I think a lot of that went. So is that your argument for Hans or your argument for Radcliffe? My argument for Hans, I guess. Yeah, and I, right. I think I'm going Hans as well. I think that Hans would... The, the Also, the him taking a sword to Elsa at the end is pretty pretty villainous. <laughs> um, that argument right. kind of sways me more towards Hans, honestly. All right, I think I think uh, Aiden. What do you think, Hans or Governor Radcliffe? Uh, Governor Radcliffe, because he, I think he just has more power. Mm. Ooh, that was loud. Well, I think I think the trumpet right there signals that we have to have an answer at this point. <laughs> um, I think that Jessica, your argument on Hans really knowing what he was doing sways me to Hans at this point. Um, real quick update on the Gaston versus King Candy. We did have one response come in from Ange. Remember Ange, Matt? Yeah, from yeah, the absolutely. Disney she says Gaston, and so okay. I think I think we pencil in Gaston. Clearly, then. yeah, I think we're clearly in the Gaston category at this point. All right, this next one, Matt. This is going to be an interesting one because really, 
you got oh you got a very beloved character well anyway go ahead and read it and then we'll go hades versus teka teka is just grumpy tafiti <laughs> okay like, i see lots of shaking <laughs> heads on that one I, I i don't think that Taka would take over i just thought it'd be fun to talk yeah hades is like one of the most beloved villains of all time so <laughs> i love hades <laughs> Um, right. But I agree with Matt. That was my first thought when I saw those two. I was like, Tika is just angry without her heart. And yeah. Hades is the god of the underworld. <laughs> yeah. All right. Does anyone disagree that Hades should not be there? He's a god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. All right, that takes us to our final one, Matt. This is a no-brainer. <laughs> okay, it, it is a no-brainer, and yet I, I will... Evil Queen versus Madame Medusa. Now, um, what Madame is Madame Medusa from? She is from The Rescuers. Okay. Um, she she is a crazy lady. And, she always uh, is. Medusa always and, is. And kidnaps children. And <laughs> uh, so, like, she's pretty villainous and wild. But... I mean, I'm going to take, I'm going to take like a, you know, just a step back here and go in terms of like Disney villains, the evil queen is just, again, feel free to, if anyone wants to make more on of my Madame Medusa argument, go for it. But I'm thinking we slot an evil queen here. When I looked at the, (laughs) when I looked at the pairing, I went by their villainous acts and evil queen flat out tries to murder somebody because she's jealous. Medusa just kidnaps a kid to try to be rich. I don't understand if she can make herself ugly in an old hag. Could not she make herself more beautiful and more beautiful than Snow White? That's... Stop Seems blaming like other people quit, for your problems, quit, evil quit, queen. Quit, quit trying to rationalize it, man. <laughs> All right. So before we move on to, I think, the next round, I think one of the things we wanted to do on this real quick is have any of our special guests talk about, you know, some of their favorite moments from the show. So let's, I think this is a good, like, commercial break for that, Matt, I think. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. So we got three guests on, and, and I want to say thank you guys for joining us. Um do any of you want to briefly tell us what have been some of your favorite moments from the show before we move on to the next round? Yeah. Do you have a favorite episode, Aiden? Like that you're like, yes, this episode um, is my favorite. I like the Hawkeye and Spider-Man one. Yeah, that was that one's actually one of our more popular episodes too, Matt. That one got a lot of play. More of, of our more recent episodes, yeah, that one seems to be downloaded quite a bit. Um, you know what's going to get downloaded a lot was the Nutcracker in the Four Realms episode. I don't think people, people were don't right. want to listen to us talk about the Nutcracker no. in the Four Realms. Which I actually I didn't hate that movie. I was really enjoyed it. I actually have a fun trivia question for everybody on the call. Does anybody want to take a guess what our number one most downloaded episode is of all time? I think it's one of the Diz Games Challenge. Diz Game Challenges? It's a good guess. All right. That's what I was going to guess. It is actually the Aladdin movie review. The Aladdin movie review has over 1,800 downloads. The next closest only has 900. Wow. 
yeah i don't know it it had something to do with when it came out and we were like at that point put on the india platform and and our india listeners hello india uh just love that episode they like that episode continues to get downloads it's insane how much it gets downloads i mean honestly my favorite is just kind of being invited in and to talk with you guys about different topics throughout the course of the last couple years i mean like you said when i first got on i've was been on how many times we can't keep track anymore so i just love being able to talk about things that i particularly have a passion for with other people who have a passion for it that's awesome well we love having you on you've talked pins you've talked star wars with us all that great stuff jessica you got a favorite well i'm going to become proud wife moment this has been such a fun thing for matt to get to do and i love my husband and i love disney but he loves disney a lot more than i do so for him to have an opportunity to talk about it with all y'all and not me every day is is really a true gift to everybody <laughs> I, I you want to know something really hilarious jessica i said the exact same thing at the beginning of the pod i was like love my wife to death god bless her but she because she sits and nods and listens to my rantings and ramblings he did i'm telling you right now you and my partner nate need to get together because nate loves that i love disney but he's not nearly as much into it as i am so totally totally get it so we could do a double date and he and i can talk and you and matt can talk sharif you got a favorite at all i love the whole series of the marvel movies but i think my favorite might it might be some of the disney game challenges because i genuinely had no idea how even how to even answer half the questions at times. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. I'm That's actually surprised awesome. the Lou Mangello episode isn't one of the more popular ones. It is. It actually is. It's up there. Um, I'd say it's probably top 10. I just looked at it earlier today. It's top 10 downloaded. But yeah, Aladdin though, man, like 1,800, 1,900. Yeah, it was, it was something of when it got released and when we got on the India platform that yeah. it, it, it took off. So, and I mean, ultimately, it, it, let's not, let's give ourselves some credit here. It was a good episode. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't um, love Aladdin? I mean, come on now. Yeah. I mean, I, I think so, Jafar is going to go far in this list. So yeah. So to me, Casey, the most fun episode that I, we have ever done that in terms of like, preparing for it and doing it was when we did our this for that disney parks episode where you had to take out a park thing and put in a new attraction that was really fun i I remember when i pitched that one to you you were so so pumped about that episode um for me honestly my favorite episodes i love the top tens i think the top tens are some of my favorites and they're my favorites to edit too because i can insert clips into them you know the top 10 disney songs top 10 disney characters and they're fun to listen to you can go back and they kind of have a a a vibe of like re-listenability if that makes sense so uh in case you all don't realize uh, www.sorcerernetwork.com has all of our episodes up by category uh we're at to 45 movie reviews at this point 34 or sorry 35 parks episodes tons of Diz games challenges uh by the time this episode's air our, our, our latest parks episode will be up that's disney cast member secrets with the one and only sharif who's on with us right now so sharif was on with us last week which is exciting um, all right. Well, Matt, I think we're ready to move on to the next round. What do you think? Yeah. So I think we're just going to go again by region. And then when we get to the final four, we'll remind everyone what our final four is. But let's start yeah. here. Maleficent so, uh, versus yep. Yzma. Maleficent versus Yzma. Oh, man, Amy. Oh, man. Because you weren't on when we picked Yzma <laughs> earlier. But uh, 
Anyone oh, have a... You know I love both of them so much. <laughs> no, I really want it to be Yzma, but I feel like it has to be Maleficent, this and that makes me sad. Yes. I, I, I'm, I think it's Maleficent. I mean, honestly, when you look at Disney villainy and Disney villain fandom, I mean, Maleficent is, like, one of the most wanted villains out there. Yzma's, don't get me wrong, is, is good, but I, I don't think she stacks it. Yzma is gaining popularity. Like, yeah. it's, it's weird. It's it, This is outside of this conversation. It's, it's weird that I've seen her in more things like games and, like, app games and other things like that. Like, they're really they're pushing more emperor's new groove things, which I'm very okay with. Um, but so it's interesting to see that, but I mean, Maleficent is often the ringleader of the villains. Like if the villains get together, it's Maleficent who's kind of at the front. So she's usually like the, the one that like, I mean, think about it from a kingdom hearts perspective. She's the one who kind of handles all that too. So does anyone disagree that Maleficent should advance forward over Yzma? Didn't one turn into a dragon and the other one turn into a bunny? Cat. 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 I'm sorry. That's right. It was something adorable. All right. I think you're not wrong. Answer there. <laughs> Is that my voice? Oh, well. <laughs> All right. We move on. We have Chernabog versus Cruella DeVille. Chernabog versus. Jessica put her hands up like, duh. All right, Jess, who is it? Cruella, hands down. Cruella, hands Cruella. down. Well, if that was one of the big reasons we talked about with the last one, like Maleficent is like the ringleader. Cruella is like her right-hand lady. Like that's... All right. Especially with the new... I mean, I know it's not about the new Cruella, but if you've seen the new Cruella, y- yes. like Everything's about yes. the new Cruella right now. We are a pro We are a pro podcast. <laughs> yes, we are. Like we made it very clear. Uh, does anyone disagree? I mean, Cruella, does that make sense having her on there? It makes sense. Chernabog is obviously like evil incarnate, but Cruella is Cruella. Chernabog is also defeated by the sun coming up. So. True. <laughs> All right. We'll move on with Cruella. All right. This next one's tough, guys. Matt. Oh, we have Ursula versus Dr. Facilier. What do you think, Aiden? We'll start with you. Ursula the Sea Witch versus Dr. Facilier. What do you think? Uh, Ursula. Why? Because she, I think she has more power over. More power? Sharif, what do you think? You agree with Aiden? I fully agree with Aiden. I think she could probably win the whole thing. Ooh, Ooh. Words right there. I think what Ursula has is the manipulative side with her words and the actual power to back it up. Which I guess you could argue Dr. Facilier has as well. Yeah, but you know what? I'm going to go back to something you guys said earlier about Dr. Facilier. Like, he's not totally confident about his powers. And, and like, you know, he's doing this because these, these friends on the other side are telling him to do what he has to do and are, like, holding it over him. I think when you finally stack the two of them up, you know, it's power versus power. But Ursula, she's so manipulative. And like you said, she's that smooth talker. I, I think Ursula wins out for sure. Oh, Matt, All right, I think we you just typed it in. I did. I did. Okay. I decided to, to do a, do a <laughs> okay. thing. I'm like, okay, Ursula's in there now. Was, All right. I was penciling in before you were done. All right. I'm actually interested in this one. Uh, Sean Yu versus Shere Khan. 
This would be if this is this is the in terms of the NCAA bracket. This is when um uh, like the 12 seed and the 13 seed have upset, and whoever wins is just happy to be in the next round. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with how Matt described Sean Yu earlier, and go with Sean Yu because just the the excessive extremes the extreme that he goes to in order to kind of move himself forward and get his cause done. Just Matt's Matt's argument earlier gave me him. <laughs> I'm going to argue for Shere Khan. I am. I think that Shere Khan, um, he's again, a force to be reckoned with. I, I think of the Shere Khan, not so much from the animated movie, but from the live action version and he's he, definitely more of a presence in the live action. Oh, very much so. And we, we were just talking about that's one of the ones we're going to review here uh, in the next couple of months. And and the, the whole idea of, of fire and, and, and you know, I, I think that Shere Khan, in the, especially in the live action movie, he's very much aware of the danger of humans and, and how that can affect the jungle. I, I, I think that, I honestly, I think if you were to put Shan Yu up against Shere Khan, Shere Khan would rip Shan Yu apart. I don't know about that. Okay, here's the thing about Shere Khan. Wildlife should be afraid of us. Like, so is he really a villain? He, he's an animal that does not want the apex predator to be in his land because then he is at risk. There you go, trying to rationalize it again. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, Let's so we got, we got two for Shan Yu, one for Shere Khan. Jessica, where do you land? Shanyu. So we got three for Shanyu. Aiden, Sharif? Uh, I think uh, Shanyu because he's taken down a lot of uh, high-skilled uh, soldiers. And then uh, I think a tiger would be easy for him. And don't forget, Shanyu has a bird. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Shanyu it is. I went ahead and got in there before you did, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you do your duties. I just, I just uh, really wanted, I really wanted to feel the the thrill of the typing. thrill of typing it in. Yes. All right, all right. This next one I think is going to be the hardest of the ones we've had so far. I really think so. This one, oh jeez, it's Jafar versus Captain Hook. Jafar versus Captain Hook. Now, I'm not talking in terms of power, although that can be something we look at here, but just in terms of their their reputation their infamy anybody want to start us off i i'm 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 cementing my pick for jafar here i i think that captain hook while he is very villainous he also is a little more buffoonish yes um, uh, and, and that's fine i like that in his character that makes the movie very fun but i mean jafar is just downright evil and yeah, i was also, gonna use the word almost ditzy with captain hook well, that's a good just word. Kind of like, like, that. like if he was a woman, he'd be very blonde. Like that's, I don't know, that's just kind of. <laughs> oh boy! Sorry to all of our blonde listeners I'm out there. Blonde, it's okay. <laughs> Anybody want to disagree with the Jafar versus Captain Hook? I mean, Aiden, Sharif, Amy. If it was, if it was Captain Hook from the book, I would feel differently. Okay. All right. Uh, what what is something that Captain Hook from the book does that would uh... just straight up murder? Oh, okay. <laughs> like with abandon. Oh, um, 
Uh, yeah, not a whole lot of that happening in the uh, um, animated 1955 classic. <laughs> not so much. All right, this next one, Matt. Yes, we have Gaston versus Scar. I feel like this is just like beating the beast 2.0. <laughs> like Gaston versus the beast. Come on now. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I just substitute the beast for scar for the beast and who wins. I, I, I'm putting my vote out there for scar. I, I mean, scar, he's manipulative. He's he, the be prepared song is one of the, I think it's our number one song. If I'm not mistaken from Disney villain songs. I mean, scar is um, our number was uh, like our number one villain or top in the top two. And then yeah. number one villain song. I mean, the fact that Gaston had a hard time potentially beating King Candy, King Candy. should tell <laughs> us that he probably can't win against scar. Like you can't, you, you, you can't, you can't do that. You know what I mean? Like I just, unless someone disagrees, Aiden, Anyone have any other Aiden? thoughts? Um, I think Gaston, because he fought the beast and he held his ground for a pretty long time. That's fair. I well, mean, and and Scar is the like weak lion. Like that's that's he's he's not like the strong like Mufasa. He's more manipulative. Yeah. All right, let's go around the horn. You guys tell us where you're at, Matt. I'm at Scar. Jessica. Scar. Amy. Scar. Sharif. I go with I my son. <laughs> so. You, you say uh, you say Gaston. Aiden says Gaston. I say Scar. All right, yeah. but Scar I think there. that's a that I think a that's good argument for sure. I mean, put it this way: the ne- the the final the final couple rounds here are going to be some yeah. pretty close if, close if ones Gaston here. Gaston didn't so. get eliminated here. He was going to get eliminated the next round against Jafar. So, <laughs> um, um, all, all right. The next one we got our last region here in our Sweet Sixteen. We have Frollo versus Hans. I'm going to say Frollo right off the bat. Why? Same kind of argument from before. Frollo just, I mean, they're both very direct, but Frollo seems to be able to justify everything. Hans tries to hide his villainy. Frollo's just like, no, 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 we're going to go into this church and try to murder a a gypsy woman. Like, (laughs) and then he like comes up behind her and smells her hair creepily like so disgusting <laughs> Sharif I definitely thought you were going to say deranged not direct because I think that's an, an also, another accurate word for both of them there you but go. yeah I would I, Frollo is definitely like just real creepy real creepy and we've talked on this pod a couple times that Hans is like a .5 villain like it's hard to like classify him as a true villain so I think I think Frollo's a good one on this one he really is creepy all right, last one. Oh my God, this is a tough one. Hades versus the Evil Queen. Oh man, oof, goodness, because you got two huge fan favorite villains here with power. Anybody want to start us off here? Can we use Hades as a god again as an argument? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it still applies, I guess. Uh, I mean. You know, we- we don't necessarily like obviously the argument can stand yeah i mean I, I hades was number one on my villains list for a reason i'm i'm cementing my vote for hades all right all right aiden like, or sharif or jessica i feel like hades would almost like comic sarcastic manipulate the evil queen like i just i don't know if, yeah i feel like hades would win sharif or aiden aiden um 
I think it would be Hades, but he's he has he's at like he's one of the gods, so he has a lot of power and control over. I think if Evil Queen dies, she ends up in the realm where Hades runs it. So yeah, that goes full circle. I, I, I don't disagree with you guys at all. I would I, the only thing I will say is and in, in, is that when it comes down to it, the evil queen hat. I mean, she is literally right up there with Maleficent in terms of the 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 reputation of the villains. But this this literally is a coin toss for me. It could be either one. So Hades, it is. I'm well. I'm right we're we're getting into coin toss territory here with our <laughs> elite eight. So uh, l- let's go. Our elite eight are. Maleficent, Cruella, Ursula, Shan Yu, Jafar, Scar, Frollo, and Hades. I think probably Shan Yu's the most surprising one of that. Otherwise, I think it's Frollo. Frollo? Um, yeah, but, but where he was on the brackets. Had Frollo fallen somewhere else, I don't think he'd be where he's at right now. Uh, it's but, all about the placement. This is. is this is the same thing with the NCW bracket. It's all about where you get seated. So, all right, so but, before we move on to our next round, let's do this. Oh, um, sorry. No, no, I just because it's our two-year anniversary spectacular does anyone have a show that they did not like like anybody have a show that was like oh my god it was such a drag to get through does anybody have a show that they'd like to say oh my god don't ever do one of those shows again that mary poppins versus mary poppins returns with that awful guest don't do that again (laughs) no uh no i that, that I, I actually enjoyed the whole. We actually were just having a conversation about having a a a, um, a, a versus a, episode. A versus episode because we did it with Finding Nemo and Finding Dory. We did it with Mary Poppins and Mary Poppins Returns. Um, you know, we were talking about that. I think for me, the ones that I I, I probably have not enjoyed are are the ones where um, like they only have so much staying power. Like, there's a couple episodes out there like where you can't listen to it now because they're not relevant. Anymore. Like, yeah, we, we try our best to stay away from those, but no matter how hard we try, and there's been a couple ones that were slogs as well. Like, I'm sorry, Home Sweet Home Alone was just a slog to get through. My brother thinks that movie was good, but no, 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 no. He's <laughs> it like, wasn't. He's like, he's like, it's not bad. I'm like, no, no, it's not. No, it's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. That was one of my least favorite ones to get through. Like, it was a horrible to get through. We, in the early year, we got experimental at times, and some of our experiment episodes, like, yeah, that didn't really work out. <laughs> like, which one? Like, which one are you talking about? I, 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 I can't pinpoint one, but I remember, like, early on, there were some off-the-wall ideas that I remember editing being like, you know, this is one of those episodes that just is kind of a filler for a day. Especially because, let's remember, let's all remember, when we were doing two episodes a week, I don't know what we were thinking and how, like, like, well, I know what we were thinking. It's that we didn't have jobs at that point. That's, that's what happened. Yeah, we were. Well, we, we, that, that first, a lot of people don't realize those first three episodes we recorded at the same time at your house, we yeah. recorded at your house and we were doing two episodes. You're right. I went 90 days without a job. That, that was when, when Art Van went under. Speaking of which, Amy, happy two year anniversary of Art Van declaring bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> And Sharif, you too, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, the three of us on the call. What, what a great anniversary to celebrate along with right? the years and years. <laughs> So yeah, I just um oh I just texted my brother said you guys should hop on and, and, and but he's with the kids right now. But all right, well anybody have any other episodes that we're not a fan of that they're not a fan of? 
If not, we will continue on. I think there needs to be an episode completely dedicated to Casey watching all of Clone Wars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I... And uh, Amy and I just had this conversation the other night. I gave you a call and I said, I just, I think what it is is I have an aversion to animated TV shows. That that's that's what it is. So you're you're Phineas I, and Ferb. Phineas like and Ferb. Oh, we should do a. Oh, I love Phineas and Ferb. You know what? I will let you guys do that one, Matt. That can be one of the episodes that I'm not on because I've never I'm, watched. I'm it. gonna I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep that in penciled in as for one one time when you're gone that you go. that that I'll have a Phineas and Ferb episode. <laughs> Oh, All right. Well, anyway, okay, let's, let's continue get... on. Uh, we are moving into uh, we're in the Elite Eight now. Uh, so we have first up Maleficent versus Cruella DeVille. Maleficent versus Cruella DeVille. One thing that has not been said for Cruella DeVille is Cruella DeVille does have her own song. That is something like about her. Uh, that is something that not every villain can say. That's fair. That's fair. That doesn't you know, help her any, but it's funny because like if it was animated Maleficent versus animated Cruella, I think Maleficent would win. If it's live action Maleficent versus live action Cruella, Cruella hands down. Like that's where my head is at. No, nothing against Angelina Jolie, but I still think I'm going to go back to uh, Sharif's argument, which was uh, Maleficent can turn into a dragon. <laughs> I, I, I also, like that argument. <laughs> I also think that Maleficent is just your, again, quintessential Disney baddie. Like she just, I, I think Cruella Deville is not is 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 that tier below, and I think Maleficent just really, really is is the apex predator of. I've now said apex predator twice on this podcast. <laughs> well, um, Jessica, you even said that like Cruella's her right hand man, right? You know, like. For that reason alone, the, it's hard to say that one is better than the other. Amy, I know you love Maleficent. Is that where your head's at? Or I do love Maleficent, and but if we're going by like villainy type stuff, I mean, Maleficent curses a child for not getting invited to a party. I mean. She and she can turn into, into a dragon. She turns into a dragon. I mean, come on now. Like that's that's it. And, and okay. And if you're thinking about it from a parks perspective, what is the 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 show stopping moment of the three o'clock parade? The dragon that spits out the fire at the parks. Sharif, you're not in your head. What do you think? That also goes with Fantasmic too. Yeah, I was about to say yeah, Fantasmic. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right, let's go around the horn. This is gonna be the one of we're going to go around the horn on, Matt. I, I think we're all in. Uh, does anyone disagree on, on – is anyone saying Cruella? All right, cool. I guess we don't have to go around the horn on this one. All right. Matt, take this next one. All right. Does the Cinderella story continue? Ursula versus Sean Yu. Sorry, I think Sean Yu has to go down this road. <laughs> <laughs> the b- b- birds don't fly in the ocean. That's true. He's gonna, <laughs> his bird's going to have a lot of problem here. Yeah. Does anyone disagree that Ursula would be the, the go-to on this one? Aiden, what do you think, buddy? I think Ursula because she could probably just drown him. There you go. I'll tell you, this actually, kind of, Aiden has been championing Sean Yu the entire time. So for Aiden to go, Sean Yu gone, I, I think it makes sense. Unless somebody disagrees, I think it's got to be Ursula. Also, um, both Aiden and Jessica here are definitely more of the logical thinkers where – um, me, I'm the like, okay, what crazy argument could I think for this person to win? And there's like, no, it's this person because of this reason. Yeah. <laughs> and done, period. 
All right. This next one oh. is going to be a. Can a, we save that one? Can we go Frollo okay, Hades yeah, first? That's fine. We'll go Frollo Hades first because this that last one's going to be tough. All right. Frollo versus Hades, my friends. What do we got? I mean, Hades is a god. I mean, Hades is a god. It's already been said. Like, I was like, thinking there was some course. weird religious argument I could make where um, – <laughs> but uh, there's not. Um, yeah, two different religions there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it, can I say Hades because I just don't want to talk about Frollo anymore? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, you could. Um, I, But I also think that, you know – for all the reasons that we've said Frollo, Frollo is manipulative. Frollo, I mean, I think if you take the power part of it out of it, Frollo, and you know I'm no fan of that movie. I'm no fan of Frollo personally. Um, if you take the power part of it out of it, Frollo is a pretty evil human being. And for that reason, he that's why he's gotten where he's at. You know? But going back to what Sharif said earlier, Frollo dies, he ends up in Hades' world, so. Yeah, I kind of feel like Frollo would challenge him for control, though. This is true. Yeah, there you go. I mean, he does have a song called Hellfire. I mean, Yeah, that's true. He or does. he'd just go around smelling all the women's hair in the underworld. <laughs> oh, oh, he's so creepy. All right, let's, let's go around the horn here and see what everybody thinks. Matt, where are you at? I'm at Hades. Jessica? Hades. Amy? Hades. Sharif? A reluctant Hades. I will also say Hades as well. All right, Hades it is. Moves to the final four. All right. This is the marquee uh, matchup of the Elite Eight. Jafar versus Scar. I I don't know if anybody... This is... Oh, man. I don't don't think... This this one's literally set at 50-50 right now. I don't think anybody's got something right. I think we got some convincing to do here. Yeah, I'm going to stick my neck out here, and I'm going to say Jafar. And it is for this reason, the third act of Aladdin truly shows Jafar's power. For the first two thirds of the movie, yeah, he's hypnotizing some people. He's manipulating the situation. Oh, you know, it's it's fine. And then that last third, it is, I'm going to become the most powerful sorcerer. Let me turn into a snake. Now I'm going to be a genie to do, like to uh, command the cosmos. Uh, and and so what happens is he goes from he transitions from behind the scenes to now my plan is revealed I'm taking over very very well really he gets defeated on a technicality that he didn't read the terms and conditions he hit I accept and now he's (laughs) in a lamp whereas Scar way way to just put it in like a logical first world problems kind of yeah absolutely whereas Scar is very good at the behind the scenes but then when his plan he has to step out. The only reason his plan works is because of the hyenas. And then when he starts having to talk himself out of that, that very much, you know, falls under because, uh, he, so he, he, he needs others to do his bidding because again, he is the weaker lion. So that, that is my, again, I agree with you, Casey, it is 50, 50, but I think that that's where Jafar just has that little slight edge. Anybody else want to add their thoughts on here? I was 50-50. I asked Lila, and she said Jafar. Okay, so you're at Jafar then? <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, Aiden, Sharif, Jessica, what do you guys think? Scar, Jess, uh, Scar or Jafar? 
While you're thinking, this sounds like some type of um, hilarious like party game you play. <laughs> All right, guys, let's break out the Scar or Jafar. <laughs> Who wants to play? Oh, Matt. Matt, 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 Matt. Oy. All I right. think it's important, Matt kind of mentioned, if you take away anyone that works, anything besides the villain themselves, um, that leaves Scar with very little. And Jafar with a significant amount. Jafar just doesn't have Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I will say in terms of Jafar, one of the things that does it for me is, because I mean, when you think about, like, in terms of what everybody has, first of all, they're both very villainous. They both have master evil plans. They both succeed very well throughout the plot of their movie. They both have a song that is iconic. But the thing that does it for me with Jafar his laugh man is maniacal like he has got one of the most maniacal and like like ear piercing laughs which i think does a huge a huge a huge part of why jafar is who he is it's funny because of course we have scar is the number one villain i think but jafar man he's 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 yeah what do you guys think aiden and, and sharif um i think jafar because he's Magic. It's hard to defeat magic. Um, I did put it. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm going to go with Jafar also. Unless we're talking about the live action, then that one was completely useless. Yeah, he was horrible in that. Uh, I did put it up in the Facebook group just real quick to see Scar versus Jafar versus Scar, who's the better villain. Ange said, I would pick Scar. He actually killed. Hmm. That that's a valid point. I mean, Jafar doesn't actually kill anybody he, he attempts to kill though yeah but scar actually kills and almost like destroys the pride line he does destroy the pride lines, but almost is like... it is it worse to like i feel like that's an even thing of murdering someone or attempting to murder someone well, one, like means that's an... one means you're competent at your job the other one means you're not i mean let's let's <laughs> be honest here you're a competent killer or you're not i mean come on now but how um, many people did jafar send into the cave of wonders to their doom oh, prior yeah, to aladdin yeah good point good point yeah yeah we're okay. extrapolating but all right so it sounds to me like we we all uh, are in agreement that it is jafar uh for this one all right matt who do we have on our final four well, before here? that i want to i want to do i want to do another commercial break before our okay. rounds here um are there any episode topics that we have not hit that you would like to see? Ooh, look at you getting suggestions out there. Let's, let's make our jobs easier. <laughs> we just we just ran through the end of June, but we can always change them out. We can always change it. We have before. Yes. Sometimes I, I, I confessed to Casey the other evening that I am really far behind. And I unfortunately... I'm ashamed to say that I don't know what some of the more recent topics have been. You know what you can do is go to sorcererNetwork.com and find all of our episodes by category if you'd like to take a look. <laughs> I love I love this, Casey. I love the, the shameless promotion that you're throwing into this. Aiden, how about you, buddy? Is there is there any episode or topic that you'd like to see us do that we haven't done yet? Uh, I don't really know. No, no. All right, that's fair. Sharif, anything that you can think of? The first thing that popped in my mind was Disney Gargoyles, the classic 90s cartoon. Ah, okay. I've never seen well, it. Something but... in that world. Yeah, I've never seen that, but I've heard about it. 
definitely we have not hit on a lot of 90s cartoons like gargoyles no. rescue rangers darkwing duck like we have not we're gonna have to do rescue rangers for when the new one the comes, comes out, out yeah. and yeah yeah that looks awesome I'm, I'm pumped matt and i were thinking through like what, what we have what we're gonna do between the next three months and we realized we've done all these top 10 episodes but we've not done a top 10 parks attractions episode how is that even possible that we've never done a top 10 parts attraction episode? So we're like, that's low hanging fruit. We'll take that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think a 90s or even before that, because the when you talked about animated series, Gummy Bears came to my head because I can still sing that theme song Gummy from bears. memory. <laughs> yes. I think we could do a whole like like Matt, actually, like a whole like um, 90s Disney afternoon. Like kind Saturday morning, yeah, like Tales, an afternoon like, cartoon. Tailspin, Tailspin, yes. you know, and then DuckTales. We haven't done DuckTales. Oh, I love DuckTales. Uh, Darkwing Duck. Have you guys Dark done anything Duck. about the Mickey Mouse Clubs? Oh, no, no, we have not. We haven't. Man, see, look at this. We got all kinds of good see, stuff. See, this is why we. This is why I brought this up. Um, exactly. Because especially because that new Mickey Mouse Club that did all the songs in the store. Yes. And, Christmas yeah. is better with you. All the with the Mickey Mouse crew. Okay, yes, that's so the one. <laughs> my Mickey Mouse Club was the one with Britney Spears and uh, yes. Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. I would literally run home from school to be able to watch the Mickey Mouse Club. You do realize that Aiden, those Aiden, those are oldies, right? <laughs> well, I don't know, but I think I might be the oldest person in this conversation right now. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's okay. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our final four. Uh, again, we've got Maleficent, Ursula, Jafar, and Hades. That's a, a final four to be reckoned with, right there, man. All right, uh, you let's take kick the left side. You take the left side. I take the right side, Matt. I think we start with. I think we start Jafar versus Hades. Oh, why? Oh, I think the other matchup is more interesting to talk about. <coughs> really? Oh, okay, fine. We'll start with. I mean, Maleficent. either what? I think they're both difficult. Okay. Either way, we'll go Jafar Hades. Jafar versus Hades. What do you guys think? At this point, you really can't use one's a god and one's not because Jafar does have the phenomenal cosmic powers in a teeny bitty living space. It's just gonna say yeah, I mean, and also at this point, feel free to not make an argument too because we've we've said a lot about them. Feel free to just you know, if you just want to vote, go ahead. I, I'm. Mm. I love Hades. I love Jafar, but I'm gonna go probably with an unpopular pick and go with Hades over Jafar. Okay. Aiden. Uh, Hades. Hades. Sharif. That surprised me. Uh, Jafar. Jessica? Jafar. Alright, so we got two and two. Matt? I, I'm going Jafar. Okay. It, so just I, by, by the slightest of hairs. I, I'm gonna... If, if I say Hades, it's a tie. Um, but 
I'm going with Jafar myself. Um, the biggest reason is I can't stand James Wood. So uh, for that reason alone, Jafar gets it. Yeah. <laughs> There's someone I'm dying to introduce you to. Jafar, get your hands off her. Ali. Yes, it is he, but not as you know him. Read my lips and come to grips with reality. What? Yes, meet a blast from your past whose lies were too good to last. Say hello to your precious Prince Ali! Or should we say, Aladdin? Ali! Jasmine, what? I, I, I tried to tell you, I'm just- So Ali turns out to be merely a ladder. <laughs> just come, need I go on, take it from me. His personality flaws give me adequate cause to send him packing on a one-way trip so his prospects take a terminal dip. His assets frozen, the venue chosen is the ends of the earth. Jafar goes into the, the championship there. Um, okay, Matt. Maleficent versus Ursula. Oh. This is a tough one here. This is I, this is rough. I can't pick. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a I, I'm gonna cement my vote for Ursula. Again, by the slightest of hairs, I think Ursula is that manipulative. Uh, nature of hers with the power and i think she could stand up to dragon maleficent that you know well, that's kind of been our argument for maleficent i think she could well yeah think about her final form in that final scene yeah. and I'm, I'm reminded of something you said about maleficent earlier when we were pop popping her up against cruella which it, originally this was going to be your thing why you didn't want to necessarily put maleficent forward was that you know, at the end of the day, she just gets, she kidnaps, she gets really upset about not being invited to a party. Like other than that, of course, the dragon part, which we just struck down. I, I'm, I'm siding with Matt on this one. I think when you think about it, Ursula has the ability to, to get big. She could very much take on um, uh, uh, Maleficent the dragon. Water wins out against fire. Um, I mean, if you think about that, um, Aiden, Sharif, it, do you agree, disagree? What do you guys think? I think Ursula. Ursula? Again, I, I asked agree. Lila, and Lila said Ursula. Sharif? I agree, Ursula. I also want to see a prequel with Ursula and King Triton. And I totally do. Yes. Well, we, we talked about this with in the Cruella episode, where this, to me, doing these villain origin stories is a perfect move into remaking the live actions. Yes. Like I know they're remaking little mermaid, but how much better would it be if we got the background story of King Triton and Ursula, and then we got the little mermaid story. I, I think that's just a much more rich story. Even if you did it like as a straight to Disney plus movie that you didn't have to watch. But if you did, you'd have a deeper understanding of it all. Like, I, I, I think Disney's missing the boat on some of this. Yeah. Uh, all right, Jessica, you're our final uh, one on this one. Do you, do you agree with what has been said? Yeah, the logic of um, she can't spray fire into water. That one kind of has me, has me sold on Ursula. All right. All right. That's my I, I will say uh, the only thing I will add, if we can, um, 
you know, if you've not already subscribed, please take the time to subscribe on your favorite, um, whether it's, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, wherever. Um, please take the time to subscribe. If you haven't rate and reviewed us, how many stars, Matt? Five stars, five stars. It yes. really does help. Um, but thank you all for really being a listener. We, we, this, this is awesome. And thank you guys for being on the call with us, there, on, the, on the show with us today. This has been fun. So, all right, I'm, I'm tagging you guys right now. Matt, I didn't tag you, but you'll find it. <laughs> That's fine. Um, all right, very good. Uh, we're in the championship round. I think it's how that goes. All right. It's the final countdown. All right, we have Ursula the Sea Witch versus Jafar. Is he a sorcerer? Is that, is that? Yeah, he's a sorcerer. Well, he ends up being a genie, honestly. Ursula versus Jafar. Go. What do you guys think? Man. Quiet, man. I thought the last round was hard. (laughs) Yeah, this is is a tough one. (sighs) Aiden's got an answer. All right, Aiden. Kick us off. Uh, Ursula, because she could just drown him again. She could just drown him. Yeah, she could. I'm 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 gonna agree. I I think Ursula just in this matchup I I'm 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 loving. I think what's interesting is when you consider when we started the gender diversity, there are significantly more male villains. Um, but as we've gone, the males have fallen aside to all these women who are just and like there's something like I I taught middle school for a while and boy fights like they punch out a couple times and then like they're bros again. Mm-hmm. girls don't fight to be bros again like girls fight to to hurt and kill girl, girl I, I think there's something to be said about the female part of this too it's a good argument so we got three for Ursula so far I'm trying to think like okay end of the movie you know what happens to both of them? I mean, Ursula, she ends up turning into that little, what, shrimp thing or whatever it is. Yeah. Jafar is still around. Does Ursula make an appearance in Little Mermaid 2 or anything like that? Hang on, let me check. It was I her mean, sister. I, I, little never... Mermaid 2 is her sister, I believe. Does Ursula make an appearance at all going forward? Um, let's see. I oh, thought that Ursula Ursula is stabbed at the end of yes, the she Little is. Mermaid. She be, but doesn't she become? A, a, I thought she gets shrunk yes. down to that little shrink. That shrimp no, she like sprinkles, and they all come back to their mermaid self. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it is. You are correct, Amy. It is Morgana who is um, uh, Ursula's sister. Well, and Ursula I asked, does not make a, an appearance in Little Mermaid too. I, I asked that question because Jafar comes back. The return of Jafar, he does come back, and he is a force to be reckoned with in, in Return of Jafar. It's not a Prince of Thieves, which I think was the far superior Aladdin scene. Oh, but, what a great movie. But in fairness, Jafar does come back and and makes a second run at it versus Ursula, who is, is done for at that point. So I think in my mind, I, I'd have to give it to Jafar because of that. To, to kind of counter that, though, all villains in Disney movies fail at the end. And so I think to consider and to use the ending is not necessarily accurate. I think using kind of the height of their villainousness is 
is a more a more a, a better way to compare two villains instead of how their villain story okay, ends. Okay, that's fair. I like that. Okay, so let's go there first. I like that rationale. What would we consider Ursula's the height of Ursula's villainous in her movie? And what would we consider the height of Jafar's villainous in his movie? What would be those two comparable moments? So Aiden looked up Ursula final form. Yep. <laughs> just Google. <laughs> Which like turned out perfectly. And it was just her like over the ship. Her big her big yeah. presence, right? I, I would argue that Jafar's final form I don't think it's when he becomes the genie. I think it's the one right before that when he's the snake. I think it's when he's in that, when he grows to the oversized cobra, basically. So you've got Ursa as the oversized, you know, in the sea. you got the oversized cobra. Who wins out in that fight? Ursula has the triton at that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Trident. You're right. Yeah, the trident. You're right. My thought process is, is that Jafar is tricked into losing, Ursula actually has to be physically defeated. Mm. Yeah, but she also, in fairness, is physically defeated literally by a boat that runs into her. I mean, yeah, a wooden <laughs> boat stabs her. But, but wouldn't Jafar have been defeated if a boat ran into him? I, I, I don't know. I think he could have just coiled up around a boat, don't you? Around the boat, don't you? I mean, honestly, if we do think about it, I mean, he does move into one final form after that, again, but he's then tricked to do that. So, mm-hmm. But we're also going back to the demise, which every villain in a Disney movie has to have right, some sort of right. a demise. And so I think that's that's a really hard – then we have to, like, go back and do everything all over again if you have to consider how everyone's demise <laughs> is. And I that, 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 that would be my – All right, my everybody. We're re-recording this whole thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Does anybody else have anything else they want to add? And I think we just go around the room and vote at that point. Anybody else? My wife any other called arguments? out oh, – sorry. Uh, my wife called out – Ursula's demise just it felt like a cop-out like they just had to find a way for Eric to win so it's like this is just a simple way to do it it <laughs> Shoot, just, we like, made her too powerful I don't know the boat's gonna run into her it's fine <laughs> right, just like, put it in that hey you know what there you go all right let's go around the room we will start with Sharif are you going Ursula or Jafar Ursula Aiden are you going Ursula or Jafar uh, Ursula Amy, are you going Ursula or Jafar? I'm going to have to go with Ursula on this one. I'm going to go with Jafar. Matt? I'm going Ursula. And Jessica? Ursula. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the winner of the Villains March Madness bracket is Ursula. For unfortunate souls in pain, in need. This one longing to be thinner, that one wants to get the girl, and do I help them? Yes, indeed. Those poor unfortunate souls, so sad, so true. They come flocking to my cauldron, crying spells, Ursula, please, and I help them. Yes, I do. She is the winner, which is funny when you think about it. For When you go back to where she was at in round one, we were actually debating whether she was going to win against Mad Mad, Mad Adam Mim. <laughs> For a minute, if you really think about it, she made it all the way through. I think that was before Sharif and Aiden joined. So, all right. Well, uh, in all honesty, as we kind of move forward and kind of wrap the show up, I, I know I speak for Matt, and Matt will have a chance to talk here too. I cannot believe it's been two years. Two years ago, I went over Matt's place. I met Jessica for the first time. I met your kid for the first time. Had a great dinner. 
went down to your basement. We recorded three episodes that night, not sure how it was going to all work out, how, you know, COVID was only going to be two weeks long, you know, all that stuff. Oh, that right? magical time. Oh, it's going to be a two-week yeah, vacation. It's, it's going to be fun. I, I literally was the day that the bankruptcy got declared or a couple days later, the bankruptcy was declared. And, and so, you know, all that stuff, this two years has been interesting. And, and I would just want to say to everybody who's listening and those of you who are on the show with us, thank you. I mean, it, this has just been amazing to do for the last two years. And it's just, you know, Lou Mangiello said in the Lou Mangiello interview that whether it's one person who comes on the show and listens to us, or we have, you know, 3,000 people who listen to us, it's like if we invited you all over to our house, we'd have to go out and buy more Doritos. And, and it, it's just, it's awesome that we have that many people who, who want to hear what we have to say. Matt, do you want to expound on that? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll echo that. The, the Lou Mangiello comment, that's the one I always think about because I think. Uh, it, it's impossible sometimes to think about, oh man, I wish we had more people listening. I wish this, I wish that. But, you know, we, we think we're pretty solid. Like I can say with very high confidence that we have 60 listeners. So um, I, it might be more than that. I don't I know. I think we're but, more like at 100, but yeah. <laughs> but still, like yeah. I can with confidence say 60. Imagine me inviting 60 people over to my house to listen to me talk about about Disney with my friend. Yeah. I'm ecstatic about that. Exactly. So, um, uh, yeah, it, it's it's been it's been a lot of fun, and we're we're definitely not stopping. We got some fun episodes, and we're hoping to now that things are opening back up, maybe we can do some more live things. Um, you know, we had really great time at the trivia night. Um, I know we've got some listeners from there, so welcome and thank you for hopping on this train. And uh, keep an eye out. We might be able to do more live trivia nights or live podcast recordings. I don't know. We'll we'll see what the future holds now that we can like be out in public again. Yep. Amy, Jessica, Sharif, Aiden, thank you very much for joining us for our two year spectacular. It, it has been awesome. Thank you for being on our show. Aiden, you are our number one fan. It's been said a number of times. So thank you for listening to our show, man. We really do appreciate you, buddy. Um yeah, so uh, it is closing time. Uh, if you would like to get a hold of us, you can do so by checking us out on Twitter and Instagram at BeersEars1928. You can also email us at BeersEars1928 at gmail.com. Find us on the Facebook page, Beer, Beer, Beers and Ears Podcast. And I've already said it a hundred times. I'll say it one more time. Our new website, www.sorcerernetwork.com, is the place to go for all your content for not only the Beers and Ears podcast, but the Discontinued on Display podcast, which I also understand Aiden absolutely loves the long Furby episode. So uh, he's a huge fan of that episode. So check out that as well. Um, If at this point, if everybody can get their glass, we're going to raise our glass. Why don't we all say it together, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, this uh, on the count of three, this episode is on us. Here we go. One, two, three. This, this episode, episode is on us. Us. I'll like sync that all together. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or don't. Just leave it like that. Exactly like what we yes. sang, "Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow," and it was exactly. just awful. <laughs> Seriously, everybody, happy to your anniversary. Thank you so much. We will see you again real soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.